Hey there, Bobby. What do you got going on this weekend? Oh, I'm going to back-to-back meat raffles. <laughs> How much does a pound of doing beaver in- go for at the butcher? <laughs> a pound well, of beaver. It's, wah, 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 wah. Whatever you can, whatever you can win the raffle for, right? I mean, it's no, it might only it, cost you a dollar. <laughs> but normally, what does it go for? Who no, no one buys beaver meat. <laughs> beaver this pelts. isn't can. Mike, this, this isn't, isn't Canada. Canada. <laughs> Welcome to Nerd Episode 265. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy on Skype and a guy on Skype. Wait, what? I'm Mike. I'm Craig. How are you? Better than you. Yeah, well. <laughs> you still sound kind of froggy. I'm a little froggy still yeah. and <clears throat> just generally psychologically and emotionally recovering <laughs> as well as physically from the last few months. Yeah, also so the weather is horrible here. <laughs> with the rain, but Why not as that? but not I'm as bad as it is. Where our yeah. guest is located. Hey, Kurt, what's going on? Good morning, everyone. Um, good morning from Hoth. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, you said it's rain, it's it's raining in on the north side of Atlanta. Yeah, uh, it's raining. Throughout the entire state of Georgia, pretty much. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and and what and what's the temperature where you are? <laughs> wow, that I don't have handy. Oh, hold I'm on. going to assume it is higher than 32 degrees. <laughs> 62 yeah, degrees, 60 or something. Oh. Yeah. Um, it is currently in. It is a you know the middle of April. It is 20 some degrees and snowing. It has been snowing pretty regularly since about nine o'clock Friday night. It's going to continue <laughs> to snow until about nine o'clock tonight. Today is Sunday. Hours. Yeah. Yep. Um, I am certain we are at least eighteen inches in, maybe more. When it's all <laughs> said and done, we will probably break two feet. Wow. I told you. I have never seen a storm like this. This is crazy. So it's it's just uh it's it's all lined up and it's just going. It's, it's, it was actually it's pointed it's, at you, and it's going in that direction, and it's not moving to the east. It's just or like, which is what the rain is doing here. Yeah, it's kind of that. Well, it's actually arguably it's two systems, one right after another. Uh-oh. There was a little bit of a lull yesterday where it didn't snow for a few hours. Is it one of those ones where it curls around backwards and like? Maybe <laughs> I'm not a meteorologist. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a nor'easter, but in the Midwest. <laughs> I've never seen this. Awesome. I heard so, there was snow. I heard they, they closed Lambeau Field <laughs> for snow on April uh, 14th or whatever. That was yesterday, yeah. yeah. And people yesterday. who live in the warmer areas right now are saying, you know, April, April snow, snowstorm in April? Yeah, welcome to living in the north. Well, that, that's that not unusual, but to have two feet is unusual at any yeah, point of the winter. Yeah. A week Unless and a half ago, Buffalo. we got hit. Yeah, about a week and a half ago, we got hit with eight or nine. We closed school. 
back in like April fourth. Yeah, schools 4th. don't close in Wisconsin for snow. They close for for cold. <laughs> or both. <laughs> I've you know, but I my my birthday's at the end of March and I've had crappy, like really bad snowstorms on my birthday. Have you had That's snow days on your days birthday? You... Those are the best. Snow days? Uh, I don't recall for sure. You know, when you were a kid. a kid. That was a long time ago, but I know I've had snowstorms. I know I've had it. That was always the thing. Is like by the time I was a teenager, I was well versed. I was like, you know, there's no guarantee I'm going to have good weather on my birthday because it's still snow season. In uh, it's it's still technically winter in Wisconsin. So yeah, there that's where you are. Sometimes April, even every so often, you get a, a good, a pretty decent snow dump in May. Not nothing like this, of course, but you'll yeah, you might get a you might see a a couple of inches, mm-hmm. even in mid even at, like in at night, and then it melts during the day type of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Winter storm Zanto, is that how you're supposed to say it? They're they're all the way to X. What Zanto? X A N T O. X Men. That's like that's, that's like phony, super villain. The phony made up name by the Weather Channel because they, it's not an official National Weather Service thing. Only hurricanes get that. You know your your bad weather. Oh, the the naming winter storms thing is Weather Channel only. Yeah, that they make that up. Okay. So at this point, what does that mean? It's the twenty fourth major snowstorm of. The winter, yeah. Well, if the, do they use all the letters though? Like, did they have Quentin? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do. And Javier. They don't. They don't for the. They they don't for hurricanes. They don't do every letter. Oh, really? They, I think they only. do They usually 20. don't. Well, they don't get that far into the alphabet usually. Right. You know, they get to the even in a really big season, they get to the middle of the alphabet. So I'm guessing they're not making plans for 22, 23. <laughs> I know uh, this this coming hurricane season, Michael is a name. Looking forward to all those jokes. If oh, you get yeah, to number, well, th- you got to get to number thirteen. Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's here's the great part about that too is that there's there's two ends of the spectrum for the Michael jokes. If if this if the if Michael becomes a full blown hurricane and like you know really really does some serious damage and does, is really really bad then you get all the jokes associated with that and if michael become is like a tropical storm michael that drops like a little bit of rain on some little podunk islands in the in, in the ocean then you get the you know like wimp jokes like you know <laughs> but if it's anything in the middle there probably won't be as much joking 21 they they use 21 names there you go. But also, there's the uh, if it if it uh, well, I guess if it's a tropical depression, it doesn't get named. It has to have it. It, it has to be a, a tropical storm, right? Because because the, yes. then you could make that, that joke. Like, right. What's the matter? Depressed? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so awesome. sad. Maybe next year they'll start doing that, and so then we can make the, we can make <laughs> gonna need to three use, different kinds of jokes. We're gonna need a, about a, Michael. a, a an alphabet with uh, more letters. What are what are some alphabets with? We just talked about this. There's some alphabet that has like 39 letters in it. Well, some of those like Eastern European countries where they've got All letters the... that are basically our letters, but they have the little mark, either the accent or the, the other little diacritical right. mark type of thing. But so they're those for are counted the... separate letters. They're for all like the diphthong and glottal sounds like, <laughs> there's a letter for, <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm what? not sure if I'm pronouncing, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this correctly. Kamer, Kamer. Khmer, Khmer. It's the K H M E R. K H M E R. It's the Cambodian language has seventy four letters. Wow. Yeah, let's use that. Thirty three <laughs> consonants. 
33 consonants, 23 vowels, and 12 independent vowels, whatever that means. Hmm. <laughs> Is that like why? <laughs> can go either way. That's a dependent vowel. This oh. is in, what? What is an independent vowel? I have no idea. I'm. Ooh, hey, in I'm twenty, in uh, <laughs> in, hang on. <laughs> I'm looking at at the uh, looking ahead. The uh, uh, National Weather Service has their their names five years out. So we've got um, well, they and they show 2017 as well. But um, so they've got them through 2022. And can you guess? Um, what, what the O name is in 2022? Uh, I don't know. Wow, I'm Owen Wilson. <laughs> it's Owen! <laughs> so, Owen has that so to when, look forward so, to in five so years. When that, so when that storm hits, we're all just going to walk around going, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That hurricane wow. Was, was so strong, it broke my nose. Wow. <laughs> That's never going to get old. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it will. It will. It'll take about 100 episodes, (laughs) but it'll get old. I don't see Kurt or Craig (laughs) coming up. Sorry. You don't see what? I don't see. I don't see. I see you getting tired of it after, you know, maybe 80, 100 episodes. Yeah. You're already do, tired of it, we, of course. We do we do cycle through stuff very very slowly. <laughs> Ooh, on this show. 2021, Larry. <laughs> I'm just gonna start looking. Hello, up the look for all the guest names. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, if Larry hits Georgia, <laughs> the Hello Larry hurricane jokes are gonna be lit AF, as the kids say. As the kids say, yeah. yeah. Lit AFGs. <laughs> <laughs> no, lit AF, not lift AFG. You said it wrong. <laughs> Sorry. I'm I'm not myself yet. I'm still kind of struggling here. So I'm also getting to do something this weekend that I know you have done before, but I haven't. I'm playing the WSB trivia contest online from home because I can't get out of my driveway. <laughs> oh, were you supposed to go there? This is trivia weekend. Yeah, were you supposed to that, yeah. drive? For the there's giant a, contest. There's a team that I play with kind of part-time, and I'll usually spend a good chunk of the weekend there. But, yeah, I, I've been playing from home <laughs> via via chat room. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, they canceled the trivia stone. They canceled the running questions. And music questions are <laughs> surprise. Music <laughs> the, questions the are questions being submitted. That you have to go out on a scavenger hunt for. They canceled that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. And then the music questions they're actually accepting via email this year. You don't even have to take them in. That's the first time they've ever oh, done that. Oh yeah, because you used to have to like take, take them to the a, studio, a, a freaking form in. Because they, <laughs> you could phone everything in, but you had for some reason you couldn't call in. I suppose it would be a lot of manpower to have somebody just manning a phone line to con- to, to just take. You know, three sets of eight song titles, just yeah. constantly. You know, for the, you'd have, yeah, that. For the listeners, uh, we're talking about the world's largest trivia contest in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Yep, my team is currently tied for sixty sixth place. Ooh, <laughs> which is we had a a rough start. I know, like the end of that first night, we were below a hundred. So we we've bounced back on Saturday. Trying wow. to find the scores. Current Craig's former Craig's former team is in eleventh, out of the money, so to speak. 
<laughs> not in the top ten. Yep. There's My no very, very long, 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 long time ago team, because that was that was the first very very first team, and then there was the team that we played with when we were playing remotely down here, which was with Team Robot House. Yep. Which no longer exists. Yeah. Let's see. Where's Network Festivus for Network. the rest of us on the Network's top. in ten. They're wow. I think Network maybe is ba- struggling. Then maybe Barry still... couldn't make it up. <laughs> for, for people, uh, everybody, uh, Network is the team that has won the contest the most number of times. Yeah. They've won about they're, half. They're, of them. they're like they're like yeah. They've won like half of them. They're they're like top five almost all the time. Once in a great while, they drop down significantly. But I, it's a lot of teams that I recognize. Dad's computers. Best of us for the rest of us. Tin man. Yep, yep, yep. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Da, 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 da. Larry, Michael, and Owen are the only uh, guest names I wow. see. <laughs> and those are just wow. the Atlantic names. I didn't look at the uh, at the at the Pacific names. Wow, I'm Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, also, it's April, kids. Uh, April is STD Awareness Month. Make sure you go get your your junk checked. <laughs> oh, is this a thing we're gonna do now every weekend, every <laughs> podcast for the uh, for the month? <laughs> sure. So this one and yeah. the next one. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, you know, if 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 you need to get your junk checked, you know, if if it's uh if it's Bernie, if it's itchy, you know, if, if it's it stings, scabby, if it stings, if it's scabby, if especially it if it's eat. scabby, yeah, if it if it makes you want to do this, <laughs> that is an actual beaver screaming. Okay, no, there's video that goes along with that. <laughs> Google it. Google uh, uh, screaming beaver. Screaming beaver. That's a great name for a band. <laughs> <laughs> we did we did band names uh last week. <laughs> Hoop of Goom, was that the one that I liked? Yeah. Oh, what else is going on? That's that's uh there's not much else to talk about in the old personal life. It's just I'm you know, there's a book to be made, there's a game that's coming. We'll deal with it. Nothing I haven't really heard anything about, about this. <laughs> <laughs> You backed the game and you know it. <laughs> you were one of the first. You were very early. All right. Uh, shall we move on? Sure. To news. What's news, Craig? You may remember Billy Mitchell for a few reasons. Oh, you stole his, my story. <laughs> his mullet, American flag ties, and day job as a Florida hot sauce magnate. Are pretty unforgettable. He's the guy that earned the very first perfect score in Pac-Man back in the day. Oh, okay. And uh, he's best, perhaps, perhaps best known as the effectively the villain of the 2007 yep. arcade gaming documentary, The King of Kong. The Donkey Kong thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in in the film, Plucky Plucky Dad Steve Weeby took on the Goliath Mitchell for the high score in Donkey Kong. Um, during the course of that movie, you know that or what, what they documented. Um, both of the records were later broken by other champions because they've, you know, that there are still people who are striving to be the best at Donkey Kong. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you gotta have so your goals. Right? There's always people beating the records. Um, yeah, turns out that Billy Mitchell uh, was 
not necessarily cheating, but was doing something that could be construed that would give him the opportunity to cheat. He was using rather than using the you know a, a an honest to goodness uh, piece of hardware and, and with the software on it from the game, he was using um, as some sort of emulation software like Mame. Um, and since the software is capable of being modified to give the player an edge, like mitigating some of the random events that happen in Donkey Kong, it is considered cheating. Even if you don't do it, the fact that you're using an emulator makes people go, hmm. So Twin Galaxies, uh, the the arcade that kind of has these world championships that they keep doing, um, has said, not only are we going to pull your uh, your Donkey Kong score, we're going to wipe out all of your records. They are all gone. You are no Whoa. longer a record holder. You no longer get any <laughs> of those high scores. You are out. You are a cheater. Goodbye. Good day, sir. <laughs> Good day. Otemo um, and, and the Guinness Book of World Record, the Guinness Book of World Records said, yeah, same here. You're out. Wow. You no longer are being given the, uh, he, he doesn't have the, uh, the first ever perfect score in Pac-Man. He got, he yep. is out. He got unpersoned in, in video games. He yep. did. They all they all stood up like the Klingons do, where they all you know clasp their arms over their chest and they turn <laughs> away, <laughs> and they all say and they all you know say something in Klingon, and they're just they're 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 no longer yeah. Billy Mitchell is no longer recognized by the uh, classic arcade game uh, record seeking community. That little subculture has just given him the giant double finger. <laughs> Which, you know, they've been wanting to do for a long time anyway, because he's kind of a douchebag. Yeah. He's just a he's kind just of? a bad person. <laughs> yeah. Well and, you know. every time I've ever seen him interviewed, oh yeah, he's a cringe worthy. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing he has that sweet hot sauce brand to fall back on. <laughs> Is it sweet hot sauce? No. <laughs> or it's spicy. The fact that I cannot name the hot sauce off the top of my head tells you how famous, how yeah, that's famous not, it is. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. So we can all look forward to him uh, probably starting like a YouTube channel and doing playthroughs and bitching about stuff there or something like that. I yeah. imagine at some, some point because he is that kind of a dick. He won't just he won't just like disappear. He's going to be no. a bag until he dies. He's going to show now, up at now Galaxy and more events. Than, yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's going to show up with his his little cadre of people. I'm sure because I'm sure I am sure. Given even though he's kind of a a, a jag, he's you know he's, he's a charismatic enough guy. I'm sure he's got his little band of of loyalists who, you know, will say, well, he used this piece of, this this emulator, but he never cheated. You know, there's going to be people who are like, but that's not the point, sir. Is like the point is that he could, and he's now cast doubt on his records, and why you know. Why did he use the emulator? Why not just use the actual hardware? Yeah, use all that hot sauce money, buy some machines. <laughs> yeah, why? Why? Why would you? Why would you, you? If you want to hold the records legitimately and you want to be this king of Kong, why would you use something that could be just even thought of potentially as cheating? Because he's the type he's, of guy who thinks the rules apply to everyone but him. Yeah, he's one of those people. Because he's a jag. <laughs> so bye bye, Billy. Boy boy. We've all known those people. There are rules, and everyone has to follow the rules, except me. I yeah. don't have to. So, and now I'm going to close that window and never talk about him again. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Billy's been unpersoned uh, from the show. Yeah. 
Well, now you've mentioned him again. So we're, oh. and, and now I have. And uh, you hypocrite Campbell. Um, <laughs> so, but we can just, we can just, oh, you know, from this point forward on the Nerdburger show, you know, we have our own lingo. We can just have, uh, you know, sometime when somebody does something that, uh, you know, they, they do, they do something really cool. And then it turns out they didn't, we can just call that, you know, doing a Billy Mitchell, you know, he pulled the Billy Mitchell or just, you know, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find a, a way to use his name. We'll bring him back up. <laughs> Kurt, do you have any news? That's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, I've got a I've got a story here. This is uh this is local to me and where I live, but I I this happened this week and it's great. Um a, a young lady named Camille who actually graduated a few years ago from the same high school where I teach um tweeted back in on July 5th of 2015. I asked my boyfriend to buy me a Kit Kat yesterday and he got me <laughs> a king size one. So things are getting pretty serious. <laughs> okay, this continues now. KitKat <laughs> found that tweet because, of course, the social media manager of KitKat, I'm sure, just goes on Twitter and regularly searches KitKat to find people talking about KitKat and replied that the next day, this is July 2015, we'd say that's ultimate commitment. Can you invite us to the wedding, please? <laughs> Fast forward almost three years later, they're still dating. They're, she, they just got engaged. She takes the photos from the from the, from the ask and tweets at KitKat. So, where should we send the invite? <laughs> and KitKat responded. Of course, they yeah, did by, by sending them a huge KitKat sheet cake and a note congratulating on their upcoming nuptials. <laughs> uh, where where can I get a KitKat sheet cake? I know. I forget this thing, and I'm like, it's so delicious. Well, oh. well, Mike, the first the first thing you have to do is get a divorce, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you then, and then, then the rest of the yeah. path has been laid out for you. It's, and then four years later, when all the paperwork is done, <laughs> I get to start looking and for then someone new. Kit Kat's yeah, Kit Kat's response on Twitter: a romance, three years of the meeting. Cheers to. Duper Trooper, Maddie Raymond, 61. We're happy to know that we played a king-sized role in bringing you two <laughs> together. <laughs> and that's a local, local, wow. local flavor story, as you, as they yeah. say. That's lovely. Wow, I'm never, I'm not, I'm going to be dreaming about Kit Kat sheet cake now, <laughs> and, and other candy bar sheet cakes. Like, okay, yeah. so you didn't even ask for a cake, and she got a cake. So what happens if like the wedding rolls around and she posts up her registry to Kit Kat? Will Kit Kat <sighs> buy them something from the registry? I hope so. <laughs> well, there's only one way <laughs> to find buy... out. You, you. Well, you know they what they got to put it. on the registry, right? It's like a big a box, giant case count Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a pallet of Kit Kat. Like the, like the <laughs> big you know box what? that you buy at Sam's Club. <laughs> right. you know it's a wedding. It's a wedding. So it's got to be the white chocolate Kit Kat. Oh, yeah. Ooh. There yeah. you go. Free, free, free idea for uh, Camille. Go for it, Camille. <laughs> Get yourself some white chocolate Kit Kat. So congrats, Kit Kat. I would say, uh, listen, congrats, you know, follow, following this story, I'd be like, now I'm going to be more likely to go out buying Kit Kats. But who am I kidding? I buy Kit Kats all the time. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my go-tos did you have uh mm -hmm. did you have any of the um the easter kit kats i forget what they were called 
they have like pink and lilac ones. No, 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 no. no. These were they were like regular. The they well, they might have those too, but the the ones that we had were like regular Kit Kats, but instead of uh instead of the the point to break them in half running all the way down the length, it stopped like a third of the way from the bottom. So you had all this extra heavy duty hunk of chocolate on one end of of the Kit Kat. And I'm one of I'm a I'm a person that doesn't break the Kit Kat apart. I just No, eat it like a eat it like a like a regular candy bar. Oh sure. You so just the, bite into it? Yeah. You're an animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like an animal. But this was You're an animal. This, so this was like tailor made for that. I don't know why it's only it was only at one end. Oh I think it's because it's supposed to look like bunny ears maybe. That probably that's probably what it was. Um but I mean, it really it wasn't rounded or anything. It wasn't shaped like bunny ears. The only thing that they did was they they solidified the uh, the uh, the perforation, if you will, <laughs> at the bottom third of the of the pair of of bars. So um so yeah, you just bite that bottom third off with that extra hunk of chocolate in there, mm, eat it up, and then throw the rest away. That's what I was doing anyway. Because why would you want to eat that stuff? I've got a snow update that's kind of funny. Oh, good lord! <laughs> my buddy, my buddy Rob is a church organist at the Methodist Church uh, in in Wausau, and they didn't cancel their services, so he was there this morning to play the organ. The eight a.m. service consisted of the minister himself and one parishioner. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how the second service turns out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the question. Where does that parishioner live? If that That's parishioner lives next door to the church, Yidoki. <laughs> mm-hmm. If that parishioner lives a block away, and there's anybody that lives closer to the church, yeah, I uh, I have a topic for you for next week's sermon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or a block away, a mile away. Oh, even better, <laughs> better yet. No, no, no. Here, let's do this. Let's say the person, if the person who made it to that service is, you know, from lives like three blocks away. And is elderly and uses a walker. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Time, time to time to uh, get those uh, contributions, get those donations up when they pass the plate around. <laughs> you can give that sermon. <laughs> Everybody that lives, t- you know, one or two blocks away is like, oh, let's see, just empty the wallet. <laughs> do they? Do they make um? Into the plate. Do they make snow tennis balls to put on on the front legs of your? Your walker for winter. <laughs> like I want to see little tires. little like snow little tires. Skis. There you go. <laughs> little, yeah. little skis, and then you have like motorized uh, inline skates. Oh no! Here you go. Here you go. No ping pong paddles. <laughs> sure. For snowshoes. <laughs> How about some news from someplace warm? Warm. Yes. Warm. Okay. Yes. So well. First of all, to set this up, um, I did not. I did not know this. Um, you know the enda- there's endangered species list, but there's the different categories of endangerment, right? You've heard. You've, you've both heard of this, right? There's like you know, mildly endangered, more endangered, <laughs> nearly <laughs> fucked, yeah, and or, or and word, like yeah, and and then there's one endangered list that's like. You know, there's one left, and his name is Bob. You right. know, like they, they have the one left, right? The the one male, like you know, the like no the white rhino, left, the one male, like right. that white rhino that just died. 
yeah was what would that that's that's like critically endangered or whatever and then yeah. there's like on the other end of the scale there's like just threatened um right. yeah so that's the uh, there's actually a a rating system that uh that that system is only half of um that is called the mm. the global endangered um list which is the 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 not quite endangered sort of endangered really endangered dead right <laughs> all, all dead um but there's a there's all another one <laughs> made into hats you know that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that's a category that's gone there was a category back like 100 years ago when we we killed stuff off just to make them into hats yeah we don't make them in we don't kill things off to make them into hats anymore <clears throat> mostly mostly anyway go ahead sorry <laughs> uh that yeah there's another half of uh, uh or another another um system that they've added to that system um called uh evolutionarily distinct hmm, okay and so this is like um that that involves you know how unique is this animal right not not how many of them are are there or or how many of them have been dying um but it's like how sweet and cool and awesome are they and <laughs> right and uh how far like, you know is, how far is, does their habitat this, spread you've got an animal that's that's like very close to being extinct but there's a lot of animals that are very much like it that are still out there versus sure. an animal that's very close to being extinct and it's like there's nothing even like this right thing. or the like opposite if, end if of go, that scale if it goes away Right, right. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know, if this thing goes away, like, we lose, like, a whole area of the animal world. Like, there's just nothing even like this thing. Right. Unless the geneticists get at, get get to work. But, yeah, okay, I With got CRISPR, you. Sure. Sure. Really weird stuff. <laughs> sure, sure. So it's, like, how weird, how weird is it and how small is its habitat plus also how endangered is it? Oh, sure. And, and they, sure. they so it's evolutionary distinct and globally endangered so they smash those together and those letters spell uh edge e-d-g-e so now you have an edge list and then then and there's a number whatever and they only i guess they only keep track of the the 100 uh most at-risk species well there was there's been a new one added to that list at number 30 no not humans (laughs) no not humans. game designers game designers um good game designers I'm I'm kidding. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm on medication. Uh, are you really? <laughs> <laughs> no. I had some Dayquil. I'm otherwise I'm fine. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'm on I'm on 24 hour Claritin. So, um, yeah, it's uh there is a turtle in one river in Queensland, Australia. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, Australia, where all the weird animals live, right? But just one does this in tur- one river. Does this turtle kill you? Because everything in Australia kills you. No, I don't think so. It is not a venomous turtle. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's uh It doesn't have poisonous spurs in its rear legs. <laughs> it's just cool. Okay. It's got a green mohawk. Oh, I saw I saw the picture. Okay, I yeah, just, I never is... read the article, but I saw the little picture. It's like yeah, it's like a punk turtle. Yep, it looks like a it's a little punk punk turtle. Um, but the the mohawk is it's not actually part of the turtle. It's some algae that lives in that river, <laughs> that grows on the turtle. But it on just ha- it happens to grow 
um, mostly on the top center part of its head. And so it looks like a mohawk, but it also grows in spots on its face and then like down the middle of its, its back. Um, and it has a uh, <clears throat> fleshy finger like growths under its chin. And it is able to breathe through its yeah. genitals. <laughs> That's right. It's got a nose. No, <laughs> 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 no, nose. It has uh, two, gi- two different things, Kurt. <laughs> two different things. <laughs> Gill-like organs within its cloaca. Oh, yeah. Sure. Cloaca. Right has it now, has it been it. long enough since uh, Letitia and Brian's episode where we dove deep into snake parts, <laughs> gross anatomy, as yeah. it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Why not? Let's I, talk about sure <laughs> turtle parts. Well, that's yeah. That that's it. I mean pretty much okay. described it oh oh the thing uh, uh so why is it endangered um i guess in the uh, 70s and 80s people thought that this turtle there there were they were everywhere in this river and people thought that um they made good pets there you go i was just about to go there because look at it it's got a mohawk man mm-hmm. in the 70s and 80s during the punk <laughs> era really <laughs> yeah so when this turtle when this turtle that looks like a punk rocker <laughs> I got out. this turtle. I named it Ramon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> named it Sid. <laughs> Sid. This is my turtle, Sid. Sid Vicious. Um, and it's because it's deadly because it's from Australia, so Vicious fits. Um, but I when, didn't, when, I when d- the turtle <laughs> does die out, are they going to have like headlines of like punk is dead? And yeah. <laughs> I, I threw that in there just for the music. Guy. Well, actually, it's. um interesting because i because uh i i dug a little bit deeper into this story than i normally would have and it turns out that the the of edge the ge part which is the how many of them are there um Mm -hmm. it's 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 not that bad there's still a lot of these turtles it just it gets dinged because it's it's only in this one river (laughs) sure because it's um, habitat is so if something happens to that one habitat then maybe sure. it finds a way to spread a little bit but it's a turtle so it's going to do that very slowly yeah um or whole, that yeah maybe, maybe it dies and 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 the the it's whole point habitat. of this this edge list is uh is for is to identify which species um and at what level they were they require uh efforts for conservation it's not necessarily sure. like if you're number one on the list, it's, it's well, if you're number one on the list, you're probably screwed, which is, the, I think, um, the large headed. Uh, I'm not sure what number one is. <laughs> it might be it might be the 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 large headed turtle of Madagascar, I think. Or that was just the the highest ranked turtle. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have that page open, but uh yeah, so don't 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 feel too bad for punk rock turtle, um, <laughs> because uh, there's there there are plenty of them, because uh, people don't take them for pets anymore. I think they possibly outlawed that, but uh, it's just that its habitat is so small. So and she, and she Sheen is a punk turtle. Sheena is a punk turtle. <laughs> Sheen is a punk turtle now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to be buried in a bed cemetery. <laughs> just, 
start singing Ramon songs turned into turtles. Turtle <laughs> turtle songs. They'd have to they have to grow the uh the, the algae out really long and floppy over their face. <laughs> right? And they would start every song by saying one, two, three, four. And then playing really fast. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. Well, because they're turtles and <laughs> the bassist isn't going to walk up there and go one, two, three, four, and they're going to start their song like they're from most two. Yeah, they're they're definitely heroin punk rockers, not cocaine punk rockers or meth punk rockers or whatever. Sure, uppers they were doing in the seventies and and early eighties. More animal news? Oh, I have an update to the update from earlier real quick. Okay. A single parishioner traveled three miles to church. Wow. Oh, man, there's a a lot of bad Christians at that church. (laughs) Oh, boy. For shame. We'll have to see if they all show up at the 1030 service. Keep it posted. (laughs) Oh, as we're recording, that's a half an hour from now. We'll see if we're still on the air. Um, <laughs> otherwise, Kurt will have to uh, email us an update to include <laughs> anyway, on the website. More animal according, news. Go. According to the Wikipedia, according to the Wikipedia, the Yangtze River dolphin is number one on the edge list. There's a dolphin. Okay, then the, the Yang- yeah, the big-headed the turtle was River. The, the number one turtle. Okay. There's a salamander that's high up on the amphibian list. Chinese giant salamander. Now I'm yeah. assuming that it's like the size of a house, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's endangered because it's just so big. You know, it's There's only one. It yeah, well, it's like how you know big dogs don't live very long. You know, <laughs> right? The small, they, they just, the smaller they have, they have dog a lot of They live. Yeah, yeah. The big, the big ones don't live as long because they the just great their Danes live like what about three years? <laughs> that's not like. that short. <laughs> 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 Chihuahuas they live never, to be a hundred. They never teach you that in the Marmaduke cartoons, do they? That's yeah. that Marmaduke. That Marmaduke <laughs> right now, you know, whatever the latest Marmaduke is, that's like the seventeenth Marmaduke. I was gonna yeah. say like the fifty-nine. <laughs> they just keep going back to the breeder and getting, uh, you know, its cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is Marmaduke the uh, Marmaduke uh, Junior 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 the third. So just so you know, the Chinese giant salamander will grow to a length approaching six feet and weigh fifty-five to sixty-five pounds. Wow, that is a that is a serious salamander. <laughs> According to this morning's sample, it would be a salamander thirty-five feet long, weighing approximately six hundred pounds. That's a big salamander. Sorry. Reappropriated Ghostbusters quote. <laughs> oh, the pygmy hippo. The pygmy now hippo I want is number twenty-one. <laughs> anyway, mm, Twinkie sheet cake. <laughs> <laughs> That'd just be a big flat Twinkie, really. Anyway, right. um, so there's a goose. Uh, this is oh, sorry. This is Florida goose story, <laughs> not Florida, Florida man. Goose. Florida gotcha, goose. Gotcha. Yeah, there's a. Uh, a goose terrorizing a neighborhood in DeBerry, which I had to look up. That's uh, north of Orlando. So it's in the middle. It's like in the, ge- it's near the geographical center of Florida. 
and I'm just going to play the, 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 the news report for you guys. Okay. And I'm going to turn the sound on and play the sound <laughs> <for you> guys. <laughs> At least you had the sound turned down. I have, um, uh, yeah, oh, I'm using all four of the, of our, of our inputs for sound. <laughs> right <laughs> That's now. what she said. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one, two, three. What's the fourth? You figure it out. Ew. All right. New at six families frustrated in their own neighborhood. They say they are annoyed and even afraid of an aggressive goose. New six's Lauren Korn spoke with homeowners who told her the bird is damaging homes. That's the There's goose. a bully living on Greed Redrive. My husband was working on a lawn and the duck was trying to attack him. For weeks, some neighbors say this goose has been nothing but trouble. He usually follows the kids home from the bus stop or he tries to attack everybody that's at the bus stop and damages property. See where he's already damaged the neighbor's screens. Even making some people nervous. If he comes after me, I'm letting my dog out. One neighbor ratting him out on cell phone video. He's also broken several windows. Residents say he wasn't always a nuisance. Well, he had a friend, and then the friend passed. I don't know what happened with the friend, but his friend died, and then that's when the goose <laughs> went like a little bit crazy. We found the goose running the streets and neighborhood pond with a flock of ducks, <coughs> making sure everyone knows <coughs> he's around. While some neighbors are fed up calling on wildlife services to remove him, others on the block say the wildlife is part of the neighborhood's charm. I think that he should be harmed. I think they should get a friend for him. In DeBerry, Lauren Korn, News 6. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, a, this is an example. I read, the, I read the article first, and I could have sworn that uh, the, the woman who is talking about about who is quoted as as saying, uh, you know, he used to have a friend and the friend died, who clearly has relocated to Florida from New York or New Jersey. <laughs> I I assume she was like some old lady, and she looks like she could be in her late twenties or early thirties <laughs> in the video. But just like the you know the whole thing about oh, it's so sad that he had a friend and and now his friend is gone and like what's that what does that mean like who was his friend was it his mate i'm assuming that's what that means but um yeah so uh i thought it was funny that the woman that i assumed reading the article was the old lady was actually this young woman from up north the uh the, the friend you know the the, the the goose is like shrek it had a donkey <laughs> it hung around with <laughs> and and now it's uh it's leading a gang of ducks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dick goose <laughs> <laughs> jerk goose yeah, yeah jerk goose. <laughs> but uh now you know i i almost uh didn't didn't i almost passed on this article and then i got to the the part um that I that I really loved that really might you know I lit up when I read this part and I assume that that I know well I know for a fact that that this is Craig's favorite part of the story or and, and it and it might be for Kurt um <laughs> he usually follows the kids home from the bus stop or he tries to attack everyone who is at the bus stop <laughs> <laughs> 
like the goose goes that is you know attacking the neighborhood kids i'm like oh oh okay this is an interesting story now hmm. anyway That's i don't fun. like kids <laughs> Jeez. i know craig doesn't like kids and but kurt teaches teenagers so i wasn't sure where to stand i don't like on that. i don't like people um, yeah, it's not about kids. It's as a group, people. as a whole, I don't like people. I like individuals, but I don't like people. Um, do we want to, the speak, type of people at a bus stop. <laughs> speaking of terrible kids, do we want to talk about what would happen? What, what, what might actually happen to you if your name was Harry or Marv, and you decided to break into a house, and a little kid named Kevin decided to play some pranks on you? Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is this real? Some, Somebody asked a doctor uh, what it would take to actually, you know, withstand Kevin's booby traps in Home Alone. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. like how, quick, what, how quickly would, would they have died? To you? <laughs> how quickly yeah. would each of them have died? Yeah. <laughs> well, and and of course, you know, it's played for exaggeration, and and so it's it's it, it hits on the, you know, the most extreme example. Mm-hmm. You know, slipping on icy stairs. You know, that's very painful, but it's potentially paralyzing depending on how you land. Oh, we had a story, mm-hmm. uh, not, you know, a couple of winters ago where a guy slipped down the stairs yeah. on icy stairs and went through a plate glass window and, 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 and bled to death in New York. Um, they talk about burns to the face and hands. <laughs> Harry, you know, <laughs> takes the, the, the red hot door handle and Marv yeah. <laughs> takes the iron to the face and he ends up with that big mark on his face, which... It's red. It's not like a bruise color. It seems like it's maybe was a hot iron. <laughs> maybe we just didn't see Kevin uh, heat it up, turn it on. Um, yeah, that that can turn into some um, you know p- some permanent disability problems. You know, like you can't use your hands properly. That's a real problem. Um, and have enjoy having bad burns on your face because the worst place to get a burn for healing and then for after the fact as well. Like they they have a. They talk about in here, like one of the worst places to get burned is your face and hands in general, just because, but joints, any place where things move and your whole face moves, you know, everything about your face moves, your mouth, your nose, your your eyebrows can go up and down, your cheeks are moving, your jaw. So like, yeah, the scar tissue and everything would really mess things up. Um, Hit in the face with a paint can, (laughs) at the very least, broken nose, top end, blindness. Like if it wow. fractures the orbit uh-huh. at the eye or squeezes yeah. the eye, you could blind the guys. Uh, let's see. Striking. This is the one. This is my favorite. <laughs> the one you think is like there's a point where. Uh, how does it work? Marv gets the the tarantula put on him. And he's the tarantula is like, uh, is it is it is that how it works? Marv gets the tarantula on him and Harry tries to kill a tarantula and Harry hits him in the chest with a crowbar. He gets Harry gets hit in the chest with a crowbar at one point anyway. Or Marv does. Getting hit in the chest with a crowbar. <laughs> if, yeah, okay, painful, sure. You know, break a few ribs, break break a few ribs, maybe, uh, you know, bad bruise, all that. You, you assume that that's all there. Very, very painful. But potentially cardiac arrest if you hit the heart at just the wrong time. You can cause the heart to seize and go into arrest, which will yeah. kill you in seconds. Wow. Um, or, uh, or if you, know, you then, have the crowbar turned the other way. Yeah. Well, even if you get, to, <laughs> if it's just, if it's just blunt force trauma. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really bad. Uh, cracking ribs, breaking the sternum, puncturing, um, 
the uh, you know puncturing lungs, lungs filled with blood, all that um, pneumothorax, as they call it, when the when the lung fills with blood and deflates and blah blah blah. Because I've been watching ER lately. Um, <laughs> and then they get into the blows to the head, too, concussions, cranial hemorrhaging, death, all that death. Fun stuff. And I would like to just extrapolate on that too, that. You know, if if Kevin did all this stuff and really injured these guys this badly, okay, the the follow up to the story ends up being him in juvie, right? He ends up in juvenile hall because um, he's a kid. But if there's any evidence whatsoever of the glee that he takes that ta- that he takes in in injuring these guys, the clear lack of empathy, the the premeditation of all of his plan of all of his planning and all these attacks. That might get him tried as an adult <laughs> and potentially get him in prison and, and tried as an adult, sent to prison. And if Marvin and Harry survive, they've committed crimes and could also potentially end up in prison. Mm-hmm. And Home Alone 2 becomes a completely different setting. <laughs> yes, as, it does. As Kevin defends his cell block from Marvin and <laughs> Harry. Who are bent on revenge, like and like death revenge, like they're going to murder him. Not just we're not just going to get that kid, you know. I watched that movie. Comedy, uh, yeah, Home Alone Two, The Big House. Home Alone Two, The Big House. How about we just create different... modern day alternate Home Alone? We can get Macaulay Culkin and Joe Pesci to come out of retirement and attack and go after some <laughs> little kid now. <laughs> Like Macaulay Culkin is like the age that Joe Pesci was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's well, the joke, right? We've got like Culkin Luke, looks you know, that way at least. Mark Mark Whoa. Hamill is the Mark Hamill is the age of is older than 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 Al Guinness was. Right. You know, Will yeah. Smith is old is is older than Uncle Phil was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the um, of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you know, we could have <laughs> the, the Ralph Macchio is older than Pat Morita was. Yeah. Yeah, we could have Macaulay Culkin be the criminal. <laughs> like he's, we we catch up with him thirty years later or twenty five years later, and he's like, you know, like he's had recurring nightmares, and he's like, this is weighed what he what he did to these guys has weighed on him heavily, and he suddenly has it. He, he relives it all, and you know, post traumatic stress, and he, he he loses it, and there's a whole there's a whole uh, Home Alone four in there somewhere, which he's, is with. Uh... Mac- and going, he's 30. going after. Sorry, he's thirty-seven. Yeah, Culkin's basically almost my age. He's a year younger than me. He might, he might not be quite as old as Pesci was or or Daniel Stern, but he's close. I'm he trying, might I'm be as sure. old as Daniel Stern was. I don't think he's as old That's, as Pesci was. Yeah, Daniel Stern might have been late thirties. Anywho, that's that's all I got. I have a final update on the First United Methodist Church. It was apparently ten o'clock, not at ten thirty. 15 people showed up. Um, my buddy Rob was dismissed and sent home because the minister was going to turn it into an informal chat around the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, what's your favorite sin? <laughs> kind of sin you did. We should talk about those. What? I'm sorry, Pastor, what did you say? <laughs> we're just, you know, we're just shooting the shit with the Lord. You know? <laughs> 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 Let's keep it informal. Let's keep it loose. We'll have juice and bars. <laughs> so it's tax day. Did you pay your taxes? You know, suffer under Caesar. What is Caesar's? <laughs> yeah, I'm all good. I had my tax uh, meeting a couple months ago. It's technically oh, uh, eight, eight months ago. 
<laughs> yep. Well, yeah, it's not today because it's Sunday, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Kurt, did you have a? Were we going to talk small town news? Let's talk small town news, there. Hey, yeah. Alrighty then. All right. So I was back uh, in Northeast Wisconsin recently, so I picked up a copy, uh, a recent copy. It's from March, just a few weeks old now, of the Peshtigo Times, our hometown newspaper. Woo! The, our weekly rag. The weekly rag, yeah. Weekly. And the let's talk. Here's the number one story of the week. Uh, here's the headline. County continues to move toward abolishing coroner. That's the biggest news in Marinette County for <laughs> that week. Oh, that nobody's dying up there anymore? <laughs> Apparently. Or, or they just know, or, or everybody's just murdering everybody. So they no, don't so, need a cause of death. They just know, oh, yeah, this person murdered that person. So we don't, Marinette, we don't need County, Marinette County is rural enough and, of course, yeah. kind of old enough that they still have a coroner, not a medical examiner, that is elected. And you don't have to have any qualifications whatsoever other than to get your name on the ballot. Whoa. <laughs> well, what, is the, what does the I job entail? The job entails exactly what you think, officially declaring people dead. This well, is but, like, not, but not doing autopsies. <laughs> yeah, this position basically goes back to, I mean, this is what used to be the case 100, 150 years ago all across this country. There was someone who was elected, who's, that was their official job, or in a job. It's not really a full-time job. The population sure, of the county just, is like 50,000 people. <laughs> the point was that they just facilitated dealing with the dead body. Yeah. They weren't to figure out how the person died. They were just like, yep, this person's dead. We're going to, we'll get the body here. We'll arrange, you know, they, they, they I'll write they, the death certificate, write the death certificate. You've got a way that you can get it to the, be embalmed or cremated or buried or, you know, whatever it is. They're, they're the point of contact for getting that all dealt with. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're administrative more than anything. But the vast majority of the country has moved from that being like an elected position to being a hired medical examiner. Like, sure. you know, someone who actually has qualifications and can determine brain death. <laughs> not just some guy is like, not moving, looks dead. <laughs> like, yeah, with the whole, well, there's the whole thing of, you know, putting the bell, putting the string in the bell in the coffin. Yeah. Back in the day, there, that happened because sometimes <laughs> people look really, really dead and they he's really not quite really dead really yet. <laughs> yeah, he's not quite dead yet. Hey, uh, hey, Bob! Congratulations on uh, winning the uh, coroner's uh, office. There, here's your pocket mirror, and you're good to go. <laughs> you just stick that under their hope. nose. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, here is my favorite sports article. I love this. The uh, the headline is: Boys and girls hockey teams compete for state titles. This was back when the state tournament was happening against each um, other. Well, no. <laughs> first of all, no. Which I would agree that that headline does actually sound that way. Um, but the problem with this is that I don't know, and it's a huge article. It's two columns, probably about 10 inches long. And it's all about the state tournament, but none of the teams competing in either tournament were from Northeast Wisconsin. In <laughs> fact, Northeast Wisconsin doesn't have any high school hockey teams. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. ask Craig, there's no such thing as high school hockey where we grew up. Really? No. Yeah. Why is that? Football. Football, baby. Oh, oh no, all about okay. Football. Yeah. Every okay, that makes sense. you that get makes to sense. go into your sports program goes into football. Yeah. The only the reason close... there's a track team is because you need a big field and you might as well put a track around it. Yeah. It's the only the... reason there's a track team. Well, that and mm -hmm. it's just, well, first of all, 
hockey would be another sport to compete against the winter sports of wrestling and basketball. And right. most of these schools are small. They can't field that many teams. And also hockey is expensive. You have to have a, a an actual yeah. arena and a facility. And yeah. So um, yeah, Zamboni. The, the school that participated in the tournament, the state tournament, the top eight teams in the state of Wisconsin that was closest to Peshtigo is Green Bay, Notre Dame, which is about 50 miles away. <laughs> so I have no idea how this made it in. It's crazy. I have no idea how this made it into our local paper. This huh, has no had, business they being had, They had that space. They had 20 inches, they had 20 <laughs> inches of paper to fill. Yeah. <laughs> they had 20 inches of paper so, to fill. And they said, hey, sports guy, write something. He said, all right, I don't have anything else to write about. Hey, uh, at least it wasn't, uh, you know, these are my six days ice fishing in the middle of nowhere. Because some people <laughs> fill their paper with that even further northeast. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was I just found that interesting. I was like, this is just crazy and stupid. Um, I found two separate articles, which I, I just absolutely love here. Here is uh, the first headline meat raffle for Little League. And the second one is meat raffle for Cribbit's Pantry. Wait, are they <laughs> oh, are, are they both spelled M E A T? Yes. Awesome. Yes, a meat raffle is exactly what you sound what it sounds like. Um, the meat raffle for the Cribbit's uh, area food pantry was held at Tony's Dockside in Cribbit's, which is a bar, and the other one was also had a bar at Furkey's in Coleman, which <laughs> Craig might actually know where that is. Furkey's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were both held that's the one bars. that's right on main street in coleman that you would drive past but that one was yeah. held for the beaver pound little league uh teams which is i'm really oh, glad no. they picked beaver pound in that order and not pound beaver little league <laughs> they're both bad they're both yeah. bad. <laughs> was it yes there was are, it beaver meat they were raffling okay there is a town of pound and a town of beaver that are literally adjacent to each other in Northeast Wisconsin. Um, so when you're looking at the map, it actually has those two words. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Beaver. Luckily again, beaver is North of pound. So it says beaver pound rather still than bad. pound beaver. Still, still bad. Not as bad. Still bad. But I love that the little league meat raffle is being held at the local tavern. That's pretty good. Yeah. Too. Yeah. What That's were the, the what was the meat they were raffling? Does it say? Oh, wide varieties. Beaver. Oh, okay. <laughs> beaver meat raffle at Pound Beaver. <laughs> oh, and they're both on the same. Oh, they're actually were both on the same weekend. One was on Saturday, one was Sunday. So you can attend both. <laughs> oh, um, what do you got? What do you got? Coleman going and Kermit's are only like 15 minutes from each other. <laughs> hey, hater, 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 Bobby. What do you got going on this weekend? Oh, well, I'm going to back to back meat raffles. <laughs> <laughs> How much does a pound you of beaver in- go for at the butcher? <laughs> A pound well, of paper, whatever you can, whatever you can win the raffle for, right? I mean, it's no, it might only it, cost you a dollar. <laughs> but normally, what does it go for? Who oh, no, no one buys beaver meat. <laughs> beaver, this pelts. isn't can. Mike, this, this isn't, isn't Canada. Canada. <laughs> um, interesting side note about Pound, Wisconsin. There is both a village of Pound and a town of Pound. Um, <laughs> our grandfather was the president of the town council of the town of Pound for like 40 years. <laughs> um, if Craig should remember this. Yes, this is, our, this is our grandfather who, who was involved in city or town and county politics for most of his life. Almost his entire those, adult life. Yeah. One, he was one of those guys that knew everybody. 
right? Yep. So whenever a discussion came up about John Anything. Hartwig, let's just say, name a person, John Hartwig, the, the, the next discussion, the next would thing be the mouth would be, oh, that's John Hartwig. He's, he's, the, he's the eldest boy of Sam and Lila Hartwig who used to live up there by Applestein, but then uh, in the, you know, they moved down. And he would give you the whole, like, <laughs> like the rundown of the family of, like, yeah. and they moved from their farm to this, and this is where they retired to, and then they, their kids moved to here. And, and he married one of, the, uh, one, of the, one of the Miller boys, or she married one of the Miller boys, and they had uh, and he works down, he works down at, the, at, the, at, the, at the, you know, <laughs> just like, wow, Grandpa, you really know everybody in the county, don't you? Yep. Where um, is uh, apple stain in relation to pound and beaver? Okay. First of all, it's athol stain with the TH. Oh, that's right. And athol stains further north. Um, find <laughs> Marinette County. And if you look at a map of Marinette County, there's a spot where like it's surrounded by state highways and there's a big square where there's nothing. That's where Athol State is. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason the only reason I know Athol State and I used it was because I wanted to make point of like the middle of just nothing. Yeah, um, literally nowhere. And, um, our mom had a uh, a friend who her Going family back, like high school friend, high school yeah. friend who her family lived up in Athelstane, and they they had a they had a, a sawmill. They ran a yeah. well for for years anyway. They 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 ran a sawmill, um, and so like once a summer we'd get together for like the whole day and do something. And sometimes it was up there and sometimes it was at a park and sometimes it was at our place and everything. So I have traveled to Athelstane and there's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's unincorporated. There's nothing there. You know, it's like an intersection with three buildings on it. And then there's just the people that live on farms and it just whatnot. live in the woods and hide from people. Yeah. yeah. Trap beaver. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the town of pound though, is that, <laughs> No, no, because I was going to finish this quick. Is pound that, pound I, that sounds pound. like a wrestler that could be from a local local wrestler. The town Again, of pound. The, the town of pound and the village pound. They're separate entities. You know, there's the town, the township, and the village. And uh, in the, I want to say it was probably the late '80s. I was a kid. Uh, Weight Watchers did a promotion with the oh, village yeah. of pound because oh, they yeah. found pound wisconsin they thought that's appropriate and it's a small town it's only a few hundred people where they basically put everyone on weight watchers for free and turned it into this big publicity stunt wow but our pound our pound yeah, our, yeah yeah our grandfather of course was the was at the town of pound and of course in the media media doesn't understand the difference between town and village so they'd always say in the small town of pound wisconsin town of pound wisconsin and he ended up getting like phone call after phone call after phone call about this thing and he's like it's not us we're the, we're the village. Stop calling. <laughs> Please stop calling. <laughs> That's the village of Pound, not the town of Pound. Stop calling. All right. I, uh, I, I scoured the ads in the paper a little bit. I found a couple of interesting things. First oh, of all, boy, my favorite go. is in the uh, wanted to purchase. Uh, this is the ad. I'll just read it uh, word for word other than the phone number at the end. Gun wanted. 22 250 or 223 with scope around $300. I'm sure that's a completely legitimate, that scary, frightening, weird purpose whatsoever. <laughs> well, it's for hunting beaver. <laughs> and then this is an actual ad there for a local charity basketball game uh, between law enforcement and firefighters. And they're raising money for Marinette County Special Olympics. I just love that. It, it's the sixth annual. They've done six in a row. The sixth annual Guns in Hoses basketball game was held. On March 10th, at Meredith High School Gymnasium. <laughs> what, no meat raffle? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Free admission, raffle prizes, maybe meat, 
<laughs> Food and drinks, <laughs> donations accepted. Raising mystery meat raffle. <laughs> Ooh. It's a it's a mystery raffle that could be meat, so it's technically a mystery meat raffle. It's all your cuts of meat that are shaped kind of like question marks. <laughs> and I've got one last thing. This is more for Craig. Craig's going to love this. Oh, Lord. But Mike okay. might love it, too. It's literally just a photo with a caption from the paper, and it's two two guys, middle-aged. One's essentially presenting a plaque, an award to the other, and they're shaking hands. Oh, and that's classic. That is classic, yeah. yeah. This is great. Coleman firefighter Dan Rosner on left presents Dan Reisner. Oh boy, one letter <laughs> off. Of Reisner and Son excavating a pound, a thank you plaque from the Coleman Fire Department. The plaque is in recognition of Reisner and Son excavation supporting the Coleman Fire Department by allowing employees to leave during their work shift for emergency calls when many firefighters are out working. But Dan Rosner gives plaque to Dan Reisner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, one that letter. is not a typo. Yep, those are um, both very common names in the area. Yeah. Uh, okay, Kurt, what's our mom's maiden name? Reisner. So there we're related to that guy somehow. <laughs> we're related somehow. He's a third cousin <laughs> twice removed. <laughs> so there's some small town news for you if you were wondering about what was going on back home, Craig. Well, thanks for the update, Kurt. <laughs> Listeners, I hope you enjoyed our delve into what makes news in small town Wisconsin, because that's what makes news. Some of the listeners yep. who are still trying to find Athelstane on a map. <laughs> nope, it's not that Google square. Maps, let's see if Google Maps can even find it. Uh, I'm map, sure I yeah, can. it will. It will. But then you'll see where it is, and you'll go, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, I've got a widescreen. You know, I've got a big monitor on my laptop. It's a it's a widescreen laptop, seventeen wide inch. laptop, and that's, and that's I, one and inch, I, one less inch I, of I, snow I typed, that Kurt I has. Athelstane, Wisconsin, and I hit Google, I hit maps, and it shot. And here it is. It's like okay, there's Athelstane. There's one, two, three, four, um, you know, county highways that three, four, five kind of county highways in the area. Um, there's a it's little at red the marker. It's intersection of A and C. Actually, it's at the intersection of A and C. Right, and there's a little red marker that says Athelstane, and there is nothing around it. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, I'm there right now. I'm zooming in. There's First of all, there is the post office, because it has its own post office, to serve the 600 residents in the entire town. 36 square miles, 600 people. What's the restaurant? The Nimrod Inn. (laughs) That's right. Wow. I have to zoom my screen. Get this, I have to zoom my screen so that I've got about 10 miles wide. You know, what I'm looking at is about 10 miles wide before there's another word on the screen. And that's, <laughs> Cedar, and that's Cedarville yep. um, and Amberg, which are right nearby. You know, it's like, it's, it, it, you go five miles from Athelstein, there is literally nothing else named. <laughs> Oop, there's Beaver. I'm going to... Yeah, you, you, got, you, you zoom town. in close enough first, you, you get road names and, and lake names and everything, but there's like there's no little town or village or nothing. There's like this block of just Yeah, and yep. Athelstein is kind of on the east end of the <laughs> big square nothing. Yeah. The town of Silver Cliff is right in the middle of it. And there's yeah. like next to nothing ar- around there. Yeah, Beaver is at one forty one in highway P and Pound is at one forty one in Highway Q. Yep. Just a few miles from each other. All right, so there you go. Thank you for joining us on uh, Middle of Nowhere, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Mike, you want to come visit? We'll take you through our old our old haunts someday. 
And what wow. are what, what am I going to do for the you know, the rest of that day? <laughs> well, we're going to leave you somewhere in a in a forest, and you're going to have to find your way out. <laughs> Ooh, they we'll leave the... you there with uh, a buck knife and three matches. <laughs> the Sh- uh, Shek- Shekwamagon Nicolette National Forest. Did I say that right? Sure. Shekwamagon Nicolet, Yeah. Um, oh God, I got the, the Nicolet part wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Shequamigan, Nicolay, yeah. Well, well there's I lived also in the Peshtigo River State Forest. We could yeah. drop you off in. And the Escanaba <laughs> River State map. Forest. Yep. Into moonlight. <laughs> 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 to 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 you know, in my defense, I lived in Minneapolis, and it's pronounced Nicolette there. So. Well, it has two T's <clears> there. That's true. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yes. Oh, um, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin was. He's on the line. We're going to talk to him. No, he was 10 years old when the movie was released. So Mm -hmm. let's say he was nine when they filmed it. Um, Daniel Stern would have been about 32 when they filmed it. Oh, so yeah, he's yeah, he's now 37. Yeah. Um, And Joe Pesci was about 46. 46. Yeah. Yeah. He's 75. He's older than you think. He's older than my dad. That's old. (laughs) Jeez. Do we want to do a Kevin question? Let's sure. do it. Wait, now I'm going to predict. Oh boy! I actually visited Kevin and Rachel last weekend Uh-oh. for the first time in like a year. Okay, hang so on, hang on. I have a feeling. I have a feeling this question is going to be about something that happened last weekend. Okay. Oh, you're. Oh, that's your prediction. Oh, can I? Um, I'll, 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 I'll try. It's a. Is it about people attempting to have conversations in a rock venue? Um, just read the question. I'm sorry, Kurt. No. Okay. (laughs) Perhaps that will be a future question. Perhaps (laughs) Kevin has logged that question for future asking. I I have now. Oh, by the way, I talking to him about this. He has a, a Google doc where he keeps questions. He has plenty to, (laughs) 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 but anyway, please proceed with the question. All right. (laughs) 58 question if Lorraine liked the name Marty so much in 1955 why did she wait until her (laughs) second son to use the name also why doesn't she realize her son looks just like the guy she sexually assaulted at the under the sea dance thanks Kevin alright so this actually does tie back last week well first of all (laughs) Kevin it's the enchantment (laughs) and you do so yeah it's the oh he doesn't like it He's not a big fan of Back to the Future, no. Wow. Kevin's an animal. Kevin's an animal. But he knows that you really, really like it, so he likes to bring it up in his questions. We, this is what, like, third time it's come up? <laughs> we need to get uh, we need to get Kevin on the air with Jim and have them, like, do a anti-Back to the Future segment. <laughs> well, you've kind of covered it by just answering his questions. <laughs> anyway, I cut Craig off. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> No, it's okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. Why would she not name the eldest child? Right. Maybe. Maybe the baby just didn't look like a Marty. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That little. That little purple thing that's still kind of covered in goo doesn't really look like a Marty. Looks. Looks. Like... Maybe once it pinks up. That's a term from <laughs> ER. Maybe once it pinks up, it's gonna oh. look more like a Marty. Maybe it didn't. You know. Maybe. Or maybe. What maybe. Was... Uh, Maybe George had dibs. Maybe George got to name the first boy. Yeah, I was, and I was going to say, what was the f- the older brother's name? I don't even remember. Dave. 
was that some sort of family name or anything like that? Perhaps, and like I, you said, George had dibs. I I looked it up just to be sure. I I checked, you know, the uh, the wiki, the internets for <laughs> for all of the expanded universe and 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 everything canon and not canon in Back to the Future. And there's nobody named Dave McFly or Dave Baines or Linda no. McFly or Linda Baines for that matter. The name doesn't appear anywhere in their families. Who the hell is Dave named after? Or Linda? Maybe they just That's like true. the name David. They just like the name. <laughs> George, a good, strong, kind of, you know, basic, you know, George. It's George. A, it, you know, it's not a weird name. It's George. It's George. George, George picked David. David. Good, solid. David. You know, everybody knows the name David. Not Reliable. George. Not George good Jr. Name. Nah. George... Tell me what about George McFly made you think that he was like, like this, like this macho guy who <laughs> needed, na- needed to name his son after him, at well. least in the first version. My question is, why doesn't the kid have a different name? Why don't one of the kids have, have a, a different, different name in the second timeline? In the second yeah. time, in the yeah. second timeline, when that, when when George McFly has, has is a vastly a different, different personality. Person. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. No one, Why is now it, that he, you maybe that son is George the second at that point? No, what you bring up though is, of course, you know Marty was born in the first timeline before he went back. It would have been a really cool thing to do in the movie is that after he comes back and it's the new timeline that the oldest brother was named Marty and he had a different name. Yeah. That yeah. would have been really. <laughs> No, they, they, he, my uh, name's Joey. You named me after my jailbird uncle. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Cause no. nothing that happened in that storyline is necessarily going to keep Joey out of jail. That's true. <laughs> um, no, Marty, Marty calls him, calls Dave by name in the second timeline at the end of the first movie. Yeah. He, uh, he you yeah. know, uh, Linda says, uh, what's the matter, Marty? What you, you, did you sleep in your clothes again? And uh, he says, "What? The, well, what are you, what are you wearing, Dave? Or what the hell are you wearing?" And he goes, "Marty, I always wear a suit to the office, which is weird because it's Saturday morning." Yeah, October twenty sixth, nineteen eighty five. Dave so, is a go getter man. He works weekends, long hours, gets stuff done. I guess that's why he's at a job where he wears a suit and a tie instead of uh, McDonald's or Burger King uh, or wherever he was suit, working. Even a suit and tie guy, if they go into the office on a Saturday, they they're not going to wear a suit and tie. No. No. Um, interesting. Uh, you know, he had a, a, a he had a video conference with people who were expecting that. Well, the uh, new nineteen eighty five. The, they haven't told the story shoes. of Dave McFly. <laughs> Tell the story of Dave McFly now. Let me see why he's wearing that. A video conference in nineteen eighty five. Sure. Okay. <laughs> in in he Podunk, like Northern California. Sure. Works. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You, th- you suppose he's driving in this all the way into San Francisco for that <laughs> that teleconference, that video yeah. conference? Um, Maybe. What I always thought was interesting is if you if you watch the trilogy. So in 1985, it starts on the morning of uh, Friday, October 25th, and it ends on the on the morning of uh, Sunday, October 27th. And but you you never you you the last time you see Dave and Linda. Um, before the end of part three is that breakfast at Saturday morning where Biff's outside waxing the car and the, the book gets delivered. Yep. The big box mm-hmm. of books. 
apparently through the post office because it comes on Saturday. Um, <laughs> Media mail. Yeah, absolutely. They deliver books to the, to the post office. Media <laughs> mail's cheap. Why would you send through first class mail? No, media mail. That's how I get all my books delivered. Yep. But um, game stuff, yeah. So so they're having breakfast inside. Dave's wearing a suit and uh and Linda's all dolled up. And then and then you you don't see them again until the the end of part three, where they're leaving the house to go to brunch on Sunday. And they have different clothes on than they were wearing. But um Lin- Linda has gained a significant amount of weight and Dave's hair is gray. <laughs> like they, they didn't do, they didn't even bother to try to like make them look because, you know, like five, six years had passed, but between them filming the part one and part three. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but they've also, they've also gone into the past a few times and changed too, things. And they stepped on a butterfly and caused something yeah. that sparked a little more eating in Linda and, and, and made, <laughs> and made a little Dave more premature go, graying. Yeah. Go more prematurely gray and become worried, you know, where, you know, maybe well, he saw a ghost or something. You know, well, it's all the black. stress from working in his, uh, his, uh, his corporate job that requires him to go into the office in a suit and tie on Saturday. And Linda, with her increased confidence, um, dating boys. And dealing with boys and all of the boys that are calling, like Paul and Greg or Craig. Which one? Well, which one is it, Greg or Craig? And um, <laughs> that's yeah, never exactly. happened to you, huh? And she's more comfortable. She's more comfortable. She's more comfortable her in her own skin, so she just doesn't care. Yeah, she's cool. She's yeah. cool with it. Yeah, she doesn't mind. It's all about the confidence with her. Bigger. She can get yeah. any man she wants, no matter how she looks. What was the question Kevin asked? <laughs> <laughs> why did she why didn't... wait until her second son to use the name Marty? And why didn't she realize that he grew up to look just like the guy who sexually assaulted her at the enchantment under the sea dance? Well, she repressed that. At least he didn't say fish under the sea dance. Cause that's what Linda yeah. called it. Yeah. He, well, she, she repressed, she all, repressed all, all that. The, what he, what he looks like in the, the memory of those specific, well, especially things. after that, that um. kiss. Yeah, when she realized like something was brother. really off. Yeah. Oh, and then of course, you know, as we found out in part two, Biff or one of his guys had spiked the punch. Which is this is an interesting fan theory that I never I never realized. They spiked the punch at the right. at the dance, and then mm-hmm. right before George sees the clock and realizes he's supposed to run outside to rescue Lorraine, he's drinking the punch. So did George really find that confidence to punch Biff on his own, or was he maybe a little buzzed? I would say both. And we already know Lorraine was drinking out of a whiskey bottle <laughs> in the car, <laughs> so she was probably a little hammered when she kissed here's Marty. Here's how it works. We, you know, they, they say that you, know, you won't do anything drunk that you wouldn't do sober anyway. It just loosens your inhibitions. So... He had a couple. He had a. He had some punch that loosened him up a little bit to the point that he, you know, he would punch. He would. He would punch George. He would punch uh, uh, Biff anyway. He just, you know, he he just always held himself back and yeah. didn't do it. So he's loosened up, ready to do it. And then, you know, the spark of what Marty's given him, and 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 uh, you know, and what's Plus happening. Plus, then also Lorraine seeing is what, yeah, is seeing what kind him... of triggered it and said, okay, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's throw down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was. It wasn't. Lit, and then and then he gets accused of taking that guy's wallet. <laughs> no, that's, uh, I think he I took, think his, he took wallet. his wallet. <laughs> I think he took that guy's wallet. Anyway, that's a, that's a, that's the best answer I've got for you, Kevin. So it was a it was just regular punch, not magic punch punch. Right. Okay. 
oh my god, he was drinking the punch right before he punched Biff. This movie has levels. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was retconned in in two, so... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make a difference, man. It happens all part of the timeline, dude. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Does that about do it? I think so. I have no <laughs> idea how long this episode is. I don't remember when we started because of the the Skype issues. So. It's been. It's over an hour. Certainly. I'm pretty sure it's way over an hour. Yeah, but <laughs> Kurt, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kurt. Enjoy I get your to go shovel. Um, my driveway. <laughs> you're gonna shovel. Two feet well, of snow? Well, I cleared it yesterday, too. I've been working on it slowly but surely. But, God, yeah. go go buy a snowblower, man. It didn't want to cut through the really heavy stuff yesterday. I'm going to try it again today now and see what happens. Because <laughs> it's, it's not as heavy. You do have one. It wouldn't work on this snow. Yikes. Well, yep. it, was right at, it was right at 32 degrees, so it was that really heavy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. You know, shoveling water, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Glad I don't have to deal deal with that um three hundred and sixty four days out of out of the year. Because <laughs> yeah. we do have to deal with it. Seems like one one. It'll be nice here. on July seventh. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, where can they find us? Oh, they can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Uh I'm at Nerdburger Mike. He's at Nerdburger Craig. Don't forget to follow at Scabby Beaver for all your S T D awareness April month <laughs> needs. And Jeez. you can go to nerdburgergames.com to learn about game stuff. You can go to drivethroughrpg.com to uh, buy some of those game stuffs. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike starts tweeting to candy and snack companies from his at nerdburgermike account. With any luck, we'll have a Butterfinger Sheet Cake to celebrate our eight-year podcast anniversary. Woohoo! Butterfinger! I want to watch him call it Sheet Cake. Oh, so what? now do I. What do you call it? Sheet cake? Oh, whatchamacallit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go fire up my snowblower and see what happens. <laughs> Good luck. Let us uh let us let us know if you send anything through her. <laughs> and how far <laughs> it goes. Your snowblower. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. 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 <laughs>